is wait so repeat that again you're recording now yes i want to know more <laughs> about the hockey <laughs> so only it's only interdivisional play so they change the division so now there's a whole canadian team division only and they can only play each other i guess it's trying to reduce travel and then they're doing the same thing on the eastern conference teams now it's just like literally eastern coast and west coast and then southern teams that's how they split up the divisions this year is that just because to with coronavirus they're trying to keep it exactly that's kind of weird that's kind of like selective breeding i would say like when you only let one animal breed with another animal but you don't let it breed without that species it's like we're not gonna let you come into contact with that dude from texas because texas they are open and free down there and you still have restrictions so we can't cross your genes yeah so it's the same so if you're one of the teams in the division you're only going to see seven other teams for the whole season that's it I don't know if I agree with that because, like, if you don't want to cross jeans, I would like to wear a nice pair of Texas Wranglers. Like, have you ever seen those things? Like, they're blue. They have that white little dust on them, like a nice – you ever see those biscuits that you buy at the store and they have, like, the padded yeast or dust on it where it's like yeah. – this feels like sand, but it's delicious. Like, I don't know why it's so delicious. So then it's like, if you're, if you're a football team, if you're a hockey team and you're only allowed to go against other Canadian teams, then that eliminates the whole point of a competition. It's like the Olympics. It's like, let's make an Olympics. That's just all Americans. That doesn't make any sense. You wouldn't want to do that because you want to make sure that you're the best and you're proven the best. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be weird. So that's that's why when it comes to fantasy, some people are like, no, I don't, I don't really want to do it this year because it throws everything off. So what even with, but it's fantasy though. So can't you just pick other teams or just make up the rules yourself instead of like you know people do LARPing and shit. Like that's a thing. Is that's fantasy? I mean, you you can do whatever you want, but when it comes down to certain players, they do well against certain teams. So it just it's just the thing. Like there's they'll, they'll call it for. Like Sidney Crosby or whatever, they'll call him an Islander killer because he always plays well against the Islanders. So he's going to have a lot more time playing them this year than he would have any other year. So it kind of skews the points. So there'll be other teams that maybe do better against certain Canadian teams, and now they won't get a chance to play them. So it's it's weird. So I don't, I don't know how people feel about it. Um, that's why I figured I'd just ask since we're down a man. We may not do it at all, but I got to try to figure that out. Isn't that like rigging? That's like rigging something like when you're doing like a bet or something and but you know the outcome so then you're just betting like i bet you 20 bucks that this team wins even though the game was played on earlier and the next thing you know they end up winning i mean it's more of an odds thing he's not guaranteed to play against the owners like that well but he typically does that's just what the stats have shown how do you pick your team though like where like what would you say like was your big deciding factor like i think everyone picks the lakers because of the colors like that purple and gold you can't beat uh, well, I picked the Islanders just because that's what I grew up around. So my whole family is Islander fans. My uncle's an Islander fan. Um, so that's just that's just how it happened. So uh, let me go back to you now. Come on. But where exactly is your family from if you're choosing Islanders? Because usually you base your team off a of region too if you're not basing it off color. Like I'm simple, so I base shit off like the funny names. Like Toronto Maple Leafs. I fucking love maple syrup, so I'm picking the Leafs. I'm not a big fan of the leaf factor, but I think their colors are cool. Yeah, I mean, we're from Long Island, so that's that's where they originally started. So. Like 
there's a baseball team. What was it called? The um, it was like the 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 Hawks or something like that, and they had to switch their name to the fucking Pelicans. It's like you picked a bird that is like the most passive and non-threatening animal of all time. Like where you literally have to search the internet for them accidentally eating like a duck or something. Like if you're going to like, I remember in school. So like around sixth grade, we had to make like for math class. So this is how they got us to teach us math. You would make a creative or fantasy baseball team and you would design your team name. I was all about the uniforms. I mean, it kind of came off. Like I might've had like maybe a swing in my pitch, if you know what I'm saying. Um, (laughs) But like I was, I was, I was designing the teams. I picked a white Jersey and then green sleeves. And like, I was all about the color part, but then it came down to the name. And I was like, I want to be known as the Hawaiian dragons. And they're like, what why the Hawaiian dragons why don't you pick like everyone was picking birds and shit i'm like because what team doesn't really have like a strong football or baseball team it's hawaii they have college but they don't have anything nfl wise so i was like fuck it let's pick the odd man out and pick him a state and they're like but why dragons i'm like who's messing with the dragon you want to come off like cobra kai style shit where you got the signals and the the poses and stuff like you're coming out like the power rangers i don't want to step up to the plate like i'm the new england slugs what the hell is that what is that that's not a team that's a freaking that's something i stomp on or a bad cereal yeah what's what's interesting though uh the Islanders, you wouldn't think like, what the hell would their their mascot be? Our mascot is Sparky the Dragon. You can look him up. He's just doesn't fit with the team at all. But he's he's been our mascot for uh, I don't know how long now. He used to be an arena football, I think, arena football mascot, and he uh, all of a sudden just became the mascot for the Islanders. You think it would be like a fisherman or some New York looking dude, but nope, that's that's our mascot, a dragon. I think that was my biggest issue with like school football was that we had so many different like our high school was the Seahawks but then like there were like four other schools in our county that were like other versions of Hawks and then, like another one was a Seahawk I'm like but shouldn't we just establish that one school gets one mascot gets one animal and you want to do like we should do a draft pick with that like you want to be the first school to pick the best. Like I want to be the lions or the warriors or the gladiators or something. Then like the last dude gets the last draft pick goes, well, all we have left is a fucking ladybug and we have a tortoise. Which one do you want to be? It's like, Oh my God, I don't want to be the tortoise. Cause then our team will be considered slow. It's like, then you start analyzing like your mascot really resembles the team. You could have Mike Tyson style characters on your team. Doesn't mean shit. If your team's named the slug bats or the wombats or something, you're like, well, what the fuck is this yeah yeah it's a, it's a weird thing i mean most of the stuff is just based on you know where the team is located the history of the team whatever the the history behind the name and the islanders just have something random <laughs> that's just what that's just what they have i didn't want to dive down the sports rabbit hole but now i'm really questioning a lot about sports like first of all hockey's awesome because you have a zamboni driver like that dude is just like cranking it out making sure the ice is nice and cold or whatever the hell he's doing clean and he gets a yeah, little bit yeah. get a little blood on it get, you get that excess on. snow off yeah yeah okay okay if you're going to design a stadium and you're going to design a team i'm giving you coaching options right now okay we're giving you a budget of 8.5 billion because that seems like a price is right number like that's a good fucking number 8.5 million or billion 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 jesus so okay. you're going to create a stadium how are you first of all let's create your team what's your team Wait, what sport are we playing? Do you want to play hockey or do you want to own a different team for a different sport? Like, I'd rather own a golf team. 
golf team. Uh, I don't know if they're other golf teams or is it just indiv- it's, it's just individual people. It's individuals, but I see that as so egotistical. I mean, you guys need to be on a fucking team. <laughs> like, get yourself on a team. Oh man, uh, I, I guess we could. Oh, you you pick the sport. What, what do you what do you want to do? Make it interesting. You're giving me too many options. You want to play ultimate frisbee or croquet? Let's go. I guess ultimate frisbee. We'll do ultimate frisbee. That, that sounds sense. dreadful. It's something I don't even want to watch. So I just pray to God somebody watches the game. I'd have to pay somebody extra to watch the game for me and let me know how it turns out. That's how That's much where most I'd... of the money is going to have to go towards. The eight point five million a billion is going to have to go towards filling the stands with people. <laughs> we got to get people in here somehow because nobody yeah. likes this. It's like, but I really enjoyed. You know, my life was structured around this. It's like that's why your life's fucked up. Um. <laughs> Maybe we should do, I want to say probably baseball is the easiest because they have a large amount of teams. The NFL would be a hard one to create. Okay. I don't know much about baseball. So what sport do you know then? Why did you give me the option to pick? I thought we were going to do ultimate Frisbee. That's why I was like, okay, well, do Do you know a lot about ultimate Frisbee? (laughs) No, I don't. Okay. Well, give me a sport that you know a lot about. We'll we'll do, we'll do hockey then. We'll do, we'll stick with hockey. Okay. All right. So we're going to make a hockey team. Where do you want to be based out of? You pick anywhere in the globe. Anywhere in the globe. Well, if it's going to be in the NHL, it has to be either in Canada or in uh, in the United States. You could pick the Cambodian Islands. This is this is fantasy, bro. You can, this is fantasy. Where, you can create wherever you want. Okay. You can pick the Middle East. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that'll make sense. Um, <laughs> Just go from a hot-ass <laughs> desert to cold-ass ice. Oh, all our players keep getting sick. They keep coming out to 100 degree weather. Um, yeah, where are we gonna? I guess teaming in in Antarctica. We'll do that. Oh, Antarctica. I was could have you could have went the safe bet like Alaska, but all right, Antarctica. I figured out of the United States, we'll we'll do that. Okay, then what's your team name gonna be? Are there even people in Alaska? Yeah, or not Alaska, Alaska, Antarctica? Uh, I'm sure there's some people. Um, like five, I, I have no idea. Um, see a team name. It's gotta have like a double entendre. Like it's gotta be like a, the, uh, the Antarctic. Oh, nothing fucking rhymes with Antarctica. You picked the hardest place to pick. A... <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to pick something that's relative to snow or cold or ice. You could have picked, uh, like, the Israel chipmunks or some shit, but you picked Antarctica, and I can't think. Antarctica aardvarks. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, we can go with the aardvarks. You want the aardvarks? It's fantasy. We don't have to pick something that's indigenous to that climate. Right, Antarctic aardvarks. Sure, we'll Antarctic. go with that one. <laughs> that sounds even worse the more you keep saying it. It's like the word moist. It just makes people uncomfortable the more. Oh, sad. my God. That is mm. very true. Um, Antarctica. We're not so we're not doing aardvarks. We could do aardvarks. All right, we'll do aardvarks. They seem like a, maybe the <laughs> Antarctica gotta, ant eaters. Antarctic ant eaters. We could do that. Antarctic ant eaters. By the way, I am representing the podcast. I know. You I know. see it. Look at that. It's beautiful. He's all ripped and everything. He's showing off. Oh yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm doing. Right. Somebody eats their weenies. Uh, <laughs> um, so we could do that. So now what do you want to do now? Uh, coach, general manager, stadium first? Oh, you're going deep. I was already trying to think of what would the color scheme be. I'm thinking about the oh, color, we'll do scheme. color scheme first. Yeah. Um, 
So it's got to have white, obviously. It's got to have blue in it, too. You can't just and it do... it has that blue. If you do red, you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we can do white and blue, but we've got to keep it separate from the other teams because we got Tampa Bay, who's white and blue. Uh, can we do like a like a like a snow blue like maybe we do wait no that would be the too close to the maple leafs wouldn't it if you did maybe we do an all-white uniform with like dashes of blue like different shades of blue like a light blue then a darker blue and then even like an even darker darker blue okay we could do that or we could do black and blue black and blue that's still tampa bay because like how much sunlight do they get in antarctica probably not much Yo, their 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 uh their uniform on like the shoulders could be like the Northern Lights, where it has like the re- weird cool oh, that's a good greens idea. and yellows. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. I should have been an interior designer or some shit. <laughs> All right, so we'll have that. That's their jersey. We'll have the blue changing shade as it, I guess, gets higher. We can have it like light, like dark blue on the bottom gets lighter and lighter, and white on top. Yeah, like a snowball that you would get at one of the stands we're going to sell inside of the stadium. <laughs> I'm already thinking about profit, bro. Think about profit. All right. Um, we just bought a fucking team named the Antarctica Aardvar, or Anteaters, whatever. So that's yeah. <laughs> we got to make our money back somehow. And then we got to get people to actually go to fucking Antarctica in a stadium that's probably not going to be too stable with it being on ice oh we can't uh, do like a vacation stadium where it's like our actual stadiums in hawaii so people actually want to go we could do we could just do that we'll have such a random ass name and play in hawaii we gotta fucking uh, ship people out here pay them to come to the game because we have to sail them on some titanic boat and pray to god they don't sink from hitting an iceberg <laughs> like a so bunch we- of our fans just get eaten by sea lions you know how terrible that would be uh, it'd be a nightmare. It'd be a nightmare. It'd be we could have the... picked the sea lion as our mascot, but uh, it wouldn't it's... have. Fuck. It wouldn't have been the same. We're the anteaters now. It's it's too late. Oh god. All right. So, do you know anything about hockey? Much about hockey or no? No, I'm clueless. I know they have a goalie, but I don't need to get into the player parts. I just want to get it start getting into the stadium. The stadium. Okay. So, the stadium. It's a giant igloo. That's a good idea. I know one one big ass igloo. Uh, don't have to work. We you know we save a lot of money on trying to maintain the uh, the rink because we got to keep it cold. It's already kind of done for us, so we got that done. And then we also do like a nonprofit on the side where when we're not having games at the stadium, we open it up for polar bears as like a small enclosure, like a petting zoo. So we're still making money on the side. So it's technically not a nonprofit. So we don't look like complete good people. Yeah, and then we kick them out when we have to play a game. That's <laughs> everybody back up your bags, eh? I gotta come in here with my uh my my hockey team, and then all the polar bears they have to go. Nope, 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 no slaughtering penguins today. Oh my god! All right, so this sounds like a good plan. Uh, I'm I'm in. If you have the eight point five billion, let's uh. The snowball's rolling, my friend. The snowball let's, is rolling. Let's get it going. Now, what's um, what's our main thing that we're going to focus on in the stadium? Though, are we going to focus on decoration? Are we going to focus on the light system? We got to have walkout songs, and at the same time, the announcer's the most important. You being a voice actor guy, yeah, you didn't think I was going to segue into that, did you? Um, 
you have to have a guy who is really on point with the voices. That's the some of the funnest part about the games. You got sometimes those games last forever. Like an inning of baseball, dude. I went to one baseball game when I was like 15 years old. My grandma never again. Never again. It was raining and they would run onto the field and throw a tarp over it. Then it would stop. So after 30 minutes of putting a tarp over the field, they would run right back out and take it off. And then it was like this whole process where we were in the second inning. And it was already four hours into the game. I'm like, where's the dude tossing out peanuts and shit? Like, peanuts, get your peanuts. Yeah, who are you bullshitting? Get your peanuts. Two dollars, two dollars, you know? Yeah. Um. So who do you want to do for an announcer? Well, what do you voices want to... can you play? Are you asking me to do it? You tech... We own the stadium, so you don't think you're going to get a spot in the like the description of what the stadium is? Uh, I mean, I guess I could. I mean, I'm, I'm riding the Zamboni of... already, so I'm, just, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I mean, there's different voices for different things. We can have, uh, you know, the main announcer, and then there could be... Um, somebody that talks during the intermission tells everybody where to go um we can have this is the main announcer that releases the whole team when they're uh, coming out how many announcers uh, do hockey have i mean it depends sometimes it's the same guy um other times you can tell that it's different and a lot of the stuff is pre-recorded um for certain things that's not cool though. i don't like the pre-recording stuff of it i feel well, like you lose the natural flow for like the stuff for intermission, just like letting everybody know to go to concessions and whatever, like that doesn't really need to have somebody yeah, there all the time. I'm about to say, what happens if um for that intermission or whatever, what happens if you guys are losing really bad and then you, the dude just comes out, what an awesome game. It was, uh, it's like, what, what? We're losing yeah. by a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why they keep it simple. It's just about the concessions. No, like, oh, awesome game. Nothing, nothing like that. If you find um, anybody passed out in the bathroom, please do not piss on them. Just step over them and get to the urinal. Thank you. <laughs> what i would want um fuck, I, I gotta i can't remember the guy's first name uh on Michael instagram Buffer. it's no no oh my god that's such a good one i didn't even think about that it is michael he's the one that introduces everyone when they come out like welcome to another stadium game <laughs> i love it how i just did that and it popped up on my zoom saying playing music question mark i was like no i'm not no playing any no music. not playing music michael buffer uh, introducing everyone with this long and his face gets as red as a tomato and you're like jesus his head's gonna pop like a zit all right so we gotta have michael buffer introducing everybody and then we gotta have his brother bruce bruce, bruce? um bruce buffer you know bruce buffer no he is the uh, announcer, the main announcer for uh, the UFC. Did his whole family just get talented? And I mean, his brother is great. His brother is great. Like his, it's it's different than than Michael, obviously. But when he does it, he really gets you amped up. Like especially, he's like, "It's time!" He just like goes fucking crazy. Um, so you got to look up uh, Bruce Buffer too. So we got to have Bruce, so Bruce in there, and he could be announcing like after somebody scores. He could be doing that. Who would score by the time of the goal or whatever. That's what they usually do. How often do they score, though? Because that's the issue. If our team is really good and they're scoring like 50 points a game, I don't want to have him being like keep hopping on and doing that because eventually people are going to get really pissed off. He's got to do it. It's the name of the game. I got to do it every time. Chain to his neck, gun to his head. Like, you got to do it, bro. It's like, I got to do it. They're, they're getting upset. They're they're going to start a riot. You got to do it, man. We're in Antarctica. There's nothing, no cars to flip out here. 
he's got to do it. We're paying him good money with the 8.5 billion. That's probably where most of the money is going to have to go. It's going to have to go to those two. Fuck man. We don't, we got to learn to budget our money. We can't just be tossing it out. Well, the other option I had was, uh, you've played, tell me you've played Duke Nukem. Yeah. I played Duke Nukem. The voice actor that did Duke Nukem, uh, John St. John, I think is his name. I can't remember. It's his full name for the life of me, but having him, do like who scored or maybe do like the intermission or something like that would be hysterical just to hear him do that can any of these people you do an impression of no I, you, you know me robbie i don't i don't focus on impressions um just uh the well, main give, thing okay I've, give me give me give me your i know you're a werewolf or wolverine enthusiast i don't know why i said werewolf i just werewolf. Started, started with a w i'm already thinking of animals for our team name as well um what what give me an announcer voice drink your water take a sip give me give me an announcer voice announcer voice oh man you put me on the spot with shit i don't do welcome uh, to the epic baseball game of i don't know what fucking sport we're playing and i just did a line of cocaine in the bathroom hooray and it just like starts <laughs> screaming yeah i mean that's that's probably better than what i'm gonna do um shit robbie yeah make me do the announcers and for that, that honestly, that type of voice is dying. That radio voice is dying. People don't want that anymore, unfortunately. Sometimes it's necessary. For sure. For sure. When I'm in the car, I want to hear the radio voice. When I'm not in the car, like if I'm in my house, I don't want to hear the radio. Yeah. I mean, like now everybody on TV and commercials, everyone wants like a average Joe, kind of like a John Krasinski, Ryan Reynolds, Tom Cavanaugh. They want, they want all that. They want like the Trivago guy. They want. They well, want that person. Since you barely listen to my show, would you prefer I sounded like this, or would you prefer I sounded like you are listening to ninety three five? <laughs> I want you barely listen to your show. Look at this guy getting all offended. Um, I got a lot of things to do, Robbie. I'm the sorry. first time you talked to me since three hundred and fifty four episodes, Jesus! Oh my God! You didn't have anybody back on for more than I'm, one time, at least that I haven't seen. Maybe I've some of the early. There are a couple exclusive people in there. Only it's my show. I'm doing what I want with it. I'm changing it up. I'm having returning guests back on. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to be like, "Hey, Robbie, you had me on. Uh, had me on again in 20 episodes." Like, Did you oh, get my man. Christmas card? <laughs> I'm serious. Did you get my Christmas card? I didn't get a Christmas card from you. Fucking a. Nobody got it. <sighs> how, do you, how do you know my address? You sent it to me a while ago. Should I read it on air? No. Okay. No, <laughs> no, don't do that. I sent you once and Chuck once and a bunch of people one, but then everyone's like now just getting them. I just had like three people message. Thank you for the card. I was like, yep, glad it oh, arrived man, I did, I didn't, 10 days late. I did not get a Christmas card. What, what's on the Christmas card? Tell me it's not a picture of your ass or anything like that. It's just like a regular Christmas card. Do you still want to know what's on the Christmas card? Oh, no. What's on? <laughs> Tell me what's on it. It's just a regular card. It says like Happy Hanukkah on it. Happy Hanukkah. All right. All right. It was what I wrote inside of it, which was important. Ah, okay. It's a hidden message for you. Hidden message. Damn. To the man who has the best beard in the business that makes Wolverine (laughs) shamble in shame. Yeah, dude. I don't. I don't. uh, I don't know why I wouldn't have got it. When did you send it? The twentieth. Man. Yeah, I feel like I would have gotten it already. It's been way too long. Our mail system sucks. Let's not focus on that issue. It's a nightmare right now, yeah. Yeah, we should. The less we talk about COVID, the better, because I know you've been saying 
because I listened to uh, forgot the guy's name, but that writer producer guy it was like a forty-four minute episode, one of the more recent ones. Um, oh, Ryan Seabold. Seabold, yeah. Um, basically, he was you guys are talking about or you mentioned that it's just it's so it's on everybody's mind it's just so fucking yeah oh yeah i understand i understand it's like i mean it's kind of smoking crack and then you're near a bunch of crack kids you're wondering why you're missing crack it's like because they steal it from you yeah (laughs) they steal it from me yeah i mean i just try to i don't know about you but i just like it is what it is now whether we lock down again don't lock down it's it's whatever i'm just kind of over it um but as an update which you probably already know, but I don't know if anybody else knows. I am no longer at the bank because of coronavirus. Wait, you're not so, at the bank anymore? Not at the bank. So I'm doing this. I'm doing voice acting and playing the stock market. That's all oh, I've been doing. Okay, so what's your goals for 2021 then? Oh, that all kind of depends on if things open up. If things open up, I'm going to get another job um, just to kind of help maintain this because there's a lot of other shit that I got to get done. Um and then hopefully build my network more than I already have last year, uh, get some more gigs. I do have, I'm going to be voicing in a video game, a small little indie production uh, this year. should be starting this month, actually. Um, What's it called? I, I can't I can't tell you any of that, Robbie. It's well, don't N- call NBA's. it a small little video game, man. You're already discrediting yourself there. Well, I'm, not, it's, I'm saying it's a small production. It's an indie production. So it's just one or two individuals. So it's not like a you know, bigger group or anything like that. I don't want you to think it's going to be like a game like Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead. It's not going to be to that, you know, sizable uh, caliber. What's Grand Theft Auto? You know what Grand Theft Auto is, Robbie. I do. <laughs> you, you want me to tell everybody what Grand Theft Auto is? I no, you Grand just Theft. you made it sound like this awesome video game everybody plays. And I'm like, I've killed a couple hookers on there, but I had my fun with it when it first came out and now I'm over it. No, I know. I'm saying to the to the sizable, like the popularity, like that's considered a triple A game. You know what's a really good game that doesn't get a lot of credit? Matt Hazard and the voice is Neil Patrick Harris. That shit is fucking fun. It is like a Duke Nukem. It is like crazy, just because Duke Nukem doesn't even get a lot of credit. No, he doesn't. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, a lot of good yeah. lines in it. I look at that when I play a game. I like to hear a story. You know, if I can't just go off and explore, I like to hear like the crazy like catchphrases, the good sayings, the one-liners. Even if it's meant to be cheesy, it's supposed to sound good. You know. Well, what do you what do you prefer in a game? Do you prefer a good story, or do you prefer uh, multiplayer and all that stuff? Prefer something that doesn't beat the shit out of me with tutorials. Okay. Like you ever just turn on a game and it's tutorial after tutorial after tutorial. Press A to jump. I fucking know. Most games are press A to jump. <laughs> Most games are the same, yeah. Like, yeah. Jesus. Like the guy's got the same template playing and the dude's like, oh, make sure you press B to crouch. It's like, what am I ever going to be crouching? What am I ever going to be turned around upside down on my fucking head doing a 360, 180 quick scope, no scope onto a beaver's ass. doesn't make any sense. I don't know why you're giving me a tutorial on it. Honestly, I'm, I might've convinced myself. That sounds like a really fucking cool tutorial. <laughs> I mean, I'm, honestly, when I start up a game, I'm like, as soon as I get in there, I'll start trying all the buttons out and then the tutorials will come up 
So like I pretty much did it all before. And I'm like, why do I do this to myself every time? That's the issue of like me and Mortal Kombat is I never took like the time to learn all the combo moves. Like you ever play like, we're going to play Mortal Kombat. Then like as soon as you start, the dude hits pause, goes to the combo list and just starts fucking reading it down the line. You're sitting there for like 15 minutes. Like I I heated up taquitos one time and I came back and my buddy was still fucking looking at the combo list. I'm like, Jesus, man. Let's and I'm just, like, let's button mash and play. Let's go. Let's like, play. And then we yeah. start playing. I'm just hitting X and Y, X and Y over and over again. He's like, downside, up, downside, up, downside. And then like doing all <laughs> these combo moves and shit. And I still kicked his ass. He's like, I'm like, see, you did all that for nothing. But then by the time you hit the, you hit the third game, you're fucking done. Like, oh, yeah. you don't get any better. He's fucking improved. He's doing finishers, ripping my head off. I can't even get the finisher down. I'm like, all right, I don't want to play anymore. He's like, oh, because you can't button mash me anymore. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of the point of this game. It's like playing <laughs> UFC. No ground and pound bullshit. Let's just beat the hell out of each other. Yeah, just stand up and go, yeah. yeah my, my cousin is ridiculous at Mortal Kombat, so... I would play with my brother and we would just button mash and then I play with him and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I have to learn how to play this game. If I'm going to play with him, it was a nightmare. That should be your goal for 2021 is that you should literally write a book. Me write a book, either write a book or voice a book, like to make it into an audio drama. Like, have you ever listened to Dr. Seuss through like audio tape? No, I haven't. That's a good idea though. Fucking entertaining. Like, it's definitely a new avenue with how many kids now that have headsets back in the day, like you used to have to like parents never bought audio tapes back in the day. And this is my hypothetical, I would say, or my, yeah, that was a good use of that word. I'm going to keep that one. Yeah. I was going to say that's Um, good. It's like playing hangman. I, there's a fucking (laughs) H in it. I know. Um, (laughs) But, like when you, parents, this is my theory. So parents back in the day really never bought audio books possibly because the fact that technology wasn't so advanced to have headphones. So then they would have to listen to their kids fucking Dr. Seuss book. Oh, Horton, here's a fucking who playing again for the 10th time. Like, you know, there's that. But now that kids have this new avenue of learning, just like learning frog or leap learning, whatever that thing was back in the day. Now kids can have headphones and they probably listen to more audio tapes because it's more digestible for the mind. If some dude's giving a funny voice behind it. So maybe you should look at trying to voice some books or create your own little segment of like, you know, like how I do these YouTube videos, just start doing a read of some of your favorite books or something, stuff that you can get really interested in because, you know, with voice acting, as much as you know, is the fact of you got to be enthusiastic about it too. Like if I give you a position for a role of, I want you to be a car salesman. Do you think you could sell me the picture of a car salesman? Do you think you can get that enthusiastic in it? I mean, if you're paying me, yeah, I'll try. Yeah. See, that's the thing though. I'll try. I look at it like maybe if you had the passion for it, like that sounds really fucking cool. Then you would have way more enthusiasm to it, not really caring so much about the pay. And I know it is a professional thing you're trying to get paid, make a living off of, but like there's a different impact in the vocals. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the passion will always be there. But if you're just telling me about a car salesman, I could make up a car salesman on the spot. But it all is relative to what the person wants. So if it was something like what you wanted me to do, say you wanted me to be some goofy car salesman doing something, that if you had like a, if you gave me free range to create a backstory, then yeah, I could really get into it. But a lot of the times when it comes to something like that, it'd be a very minor character and I can only do so much. And most of the time, it's just based on whatever the director wants. Um, if okay, I'm okay. given, if I'm given free range, then you can really get that passion in there. I'm passionate about the work. I enjoy doing it. Even the boring commercial stuff. So I enjoy doing the reads and really getting it to the way I want to do it. Like when I did the, my most recent demo reel, I had a lot of fun just doing that. 
Do you find that you have more fun doing it when you're designing it and creating it yourself rather than listening to some person give you rules and directions? Um, like I'm free base when I talk a lot, so I don't have structure to a lot of the stuff I do. And I find when I get put into a system of structure, I tend to kind of get agitated or uncomfortable, like an itchy feeling. Yeah. I mean, if it's, like I said, it's, it, it all kind of depends on what it is. Uh, something that's really more structured. It could be like, I mean, I've seen some podcasts that I've auditioned for or not, not auditioned for, but I looked into and I saw, and some of it is just very structured. They're looking for a narrator to do this. They're looking narrow to do that. And they're talking about, you know, whatever they were talking about. And then there's other ones where there's a bunch of different characters and it's not just telling a story. Then you, it's like more of a, you know, kind of like what Squatch does, right? He has all different characters that are like living in this town together. It's like a, a living, breathing thing that you're a part of when you're listening to it. Um, so it just kind of depends on where you can turn that knob because if I'm doing that narration one, right, I'm going to have to still be enthusiastic and have that passion, but it's not going to give me that, I'm not going to be able to have that free range of just doing whatever the fuck I want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think boundaries are good because especially when it comes to what people are looking for, I want them to tell me what they want. I can try to figure it out and give them my best shot or give them a, a bunch of different options. But if they don't really know what they want, it's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly what they're looking for when I'm voicing the character or I'm, I'm, I'm voicing for their commercial or, or whatever. Um, but most of the time, I'm luckily, you know, working with people that know what they want and it just makes it easier for me because then we can just bounce off each other and see what fits. And that's most of what this, you know, profession is, is just trying to make that person happy because they have, they have an idea and a vision of what they want in mind and you have to try to bring that out in a way. Do you prefer like doing rehearsals with them or do you prefer just recording your lines and sending it to them? I'd rather do rehearsals with them, but a lot of people just, they either don't have the time or they just, they got a lot of other projects and they rather just listen back to the audio and then they'll just email me telling me whatever. Um, but no, rehearsals are, are a lot better. Live direction is great because then you can just get it right then and there. You'll do a lot of takes more than what you would do by yourself usually i would just give someone my best three and i would send it to them but when it's live direction you're going to be trying a bunch of different things which i, I mean i prefer because it really just it saves you time and multiple emails going back and forth in the long run if you don't get it right in those first three you know yeah i mean you have kind of two options in the way you can go with your career on it is either you can go full into the Wolverine enthusiast where you just focus on that voice and you can work on some side ones, but make that your priority, or you can branch out and see what else you can discover. Cause the weird part about vocal ranges is that everyone's got a certain key or a certain pitch that they can hit, whether it's super high or super low. And once you find out what, and how far your range can go is pretty intense. Like you can start to realize you can do different styles of voices you never even would have thought of. Like I didn't think I could do fucking George Takai, but I can. And then like yeah. you don't you don't picture that unless you fully try and go and explore. And you hear some of them. I think the hardest for a lot. Like this is my theory. So here's my theory. Right? I like to toss these bad boys out. And like when we're getting the, uh, I say towards the middle of the bag of chips. You know what I mean? Or we're getting yeah. to like where the meat and potatoes is. Um, you have meat and potatoes in your bag of chips. You are fucking creative. Um, but, uh, or you're dealing with lace. Yeah. Fucking chips are insane. Oh my God. Biscuits and gravy is a flavor. That's nuts. You hear me going off on another tangent. Um, but like when you start, oh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Damn. I thought I had it. 
got now I'm thinking of chips. Old Bay style chips are amazing. Have you had those? No, I haven't had Old Bay. Oh god, dude, it's freaking delicious. <laughs> but um like once you find out your vocal range and everything, like doing a George Takai, then you figure out that like some of them fall flat. Some of them and my theory is like how many times were you prank called when you were a kid? How many times did you get a number on your phone that said star 69, it was restricted. And then you pick up the phone and it's some dude disguising their voice. It's a natural thing that if you're doing something like that, you want to disguise your voice. So there's no incriminating things on you. How many of those people were just talented voice actors? Why isn't there an avenue of people that are doing phone service jobs and that aren't voice actors? Why are people not looking towards them as potential career? You get to do the passion that you love. And at the same time, you get fucking paid for it. Maybe not in the idea of voice acting, but on the being a service person at a desk. Fucking one day you call up instead of talking to like, hello, how may I help you with your internet today? That was you were really, about to do an Indian accent. Yeah, I dude. Say, I, that fucking, I caught myself. You like that? I was going to say, <laughs> I was gonna, you might as well do it, man. I'll do it too if you want. <laughs> All right. But that's the issue is that like even now like that I can't a, do that. That hits a layer where it's like at least if you own a phone service company you're like hi you're listening to Time Warner Cable. If you have a problem with your uh, internet please press 1. If you have a problem with something else press 2 or hang up the phone and call 911. It's like fucking who else is calling like if I have a splinter in my hand? Why are you giving me these options? These are too many options. Um but hiring a voice actor for that. One day you pick up the phone you get uh, my uh, fellow Americans, you have uh, called Dish Cable, and I uh, see your internet is probably out. There are jobs like that. There are jobs like that. It's not abundant, but there are jobs like that. Like I said, the, the main thing that I focus on now is acting in my own voice. That is where most of the work is going to be. I love doing Wolverine. I love doing all the characters I do. Like I said, I try not to focus on impressions because whether they're, I mean it's something I keep in my back pocket for all the little things I try and that are horrible and whatever because it could work for something else um, but being able to act is what sets you apart because it's all these people that can do great fucking impressions and it's and it's fantastic until the director's like oh can you do something in your own voice and then act like can you just be this character but it's you and then they can't because they're not hiding anymore they're not hiding behind this voice that's the thing that I struggled with at the beginning, which I no longer struggle with. Okay. And well, I struggle with that because I consider myself what they would say a mimic, which is like, mm -hmm. if I hear it, I can repeat it. But if I, yeah. if, like I had, um, I have a voice acting role that I'm doing for an audio drama with a past guest. It's called fear the wasteland. And I have to play a character called the revelator. But as I'm reading the lines, I'm like, what do you want the voice style to be? He's like, can you do like a Sam Elliott style deep voice? I'm like, I can do it if I've heard Sam Elliott say a word in it. I can do it. But, I, you know, I end up recording it in my own and doing it in my own version. He enjoys that a lot more because it's more creativity. But it's like it does. there's some things where you want to do like, okay, it's supposed to take in like an old apocalypse type wasteland. You want to make them sound like kind of like an old geezer a little bit, but at the same time still with like some new hip lingo or lingo or something like that. Yeah. But how do you feel when you do that, though? Would you rather do the Sam Elliott impression or do you like hearing yourself? No, because I believe it's like it's a skill. It's a muscle that you have to work on. And I feel like my Sam Elliott, I've never really practiced it besides like getting close to like the Arby's commercial where he's like, Arby's, we have the meats. Yeah. Well, Sam, like, I don't think Sam Elliott did that one. 
No, but the vocal range key is kind of the same. Yeah, it's like the well, dude from Allstate. Allstate Insurance. We insure well, you now. Do you? But I'm saying, my my question was, did you like hearing your own voice, or would you rather hear yourself doing a Sam Elliott impression? Like, what did you prefer listening to? What What made you? I felt more comfortable with my own style, but I, mm -hmm. at the same time, I don't like listening to anything I record with my voice because I don't know if it's that theory of like, oh, your your voice actually sounds different because it reverberates off your bones and that's what you're up to. Fuck, I don't give a shit. It still sounds like something I don't want to listen to. Me trying to listen to an episode of my podcast for an editing error or something, I'm like, ah, ah, yeah. ah. That's something that ah! <laughs> that's something that that voice actors really need to get past. Um, a lot of them, even professionally, just still don't like hearing their own shit. I know, like Jared Leto, as as an actor, doesn't like watching his own films. There's some people who just don't like watching. I don't I'm think anybody liked watching yeah. Suicide Squad. Well, yeah. Well, I'm saying, like, I, I'm not saying you have to be self-absorbed and you like listening to the sound of your own voice or anything like that. But you have to be able to make friends with it. Um, that's what we call a bill cosby mentality is it when you like listening to your own voice yeah well what, what i'm trying to say rob is that you don't like people don't like their own voice for a reason it's not just because it's their voice they just don't like it because it's their voice this it's not as simple as that it's always deeper and trying to figure out what that is is key to a lot of voice actors i had to figure that out too and then I made friends with my own voice. And now I can listen to it doesn't bother me. Now, like I prefer doing the commercial work more, you know, more than I used to. Because if I don't like my own voice, most of that commercial stuff is going to be just me. And if I don't like it and I'm hearing myself back as I'm recording it, I'm going to hesitate. And I'm going to be like, nah, that's shit. When it could be fine and it could be great. It could be exactly what they want. But if I'm in my own head because I don't like my voice, it's going to hold me back subconsciously it just always will you so that's a that's a fact well do you think that's a factor of maybe you are sick of your own voice a lot of people are sick of their own voice because they hear it 24 7 it's kind of like if you hear a song over and over again it gets old after a while yeah i mean it could, it could be that but at the same time it's like it's it's almost the same as doing at least to me, that's how I felt. It's almost the same as doing something that was very uncomfortable. So if I had to do like a dialect or something that I wasn't comfortable with, uh, this is an exercise I did early on. Um, I did a dialect that I wasn't really comfortable with, recorded it, and then tried to think about what was going through my mind as I was recording it, what was holding me back or whatever. And I wrote it down. I wrote down what was in my head, trying to figure out the reasoning of what was going in my head, because there's a voice in my head telling me, this is crap. This is this. This is whatever. So trying to figure out what that little voice is, that little voice could be indeed myself. It could be somebody in the past that's told me I wasn't good enough at doing something. It could be something I've heard on the media. It could be anything, but trying to figure out what that is was key. So after I took some time away, figured that out, did something that was, you know, more in my element. So like I went, I got with my dog. It just, makes me happy i don't think about anything i just hang out with them i went right back to it and i recorded didn't think about it didn't look at the lines too much just went at it and it sounded almost 10 times better even though i wasn't as experienced with the dialect it still wasn't good by any means but it was a lot better and you can tell that that hesitation was gone and that's the first step in really learning how to become friends with you know your own ability to maybe create a voice that you're not comfortable with or just hearing your own voice and 
being able to move forward with that because if you can't come to terms with the fact that you're not going to be as good as you'd like to be, then you're always going to be like, I can't do it. You know what I mean? Because you're going to fail more than succeed in this, especially in this, uh, this profession and acting in general, you'll always get denied way more than you get that. Yeah. Yeah. You got the, you got the part. You always get a no way more. That's just what it is. What voice do you give your dog? Voice do I give my dog? Uh, I see my dog. He's so fucking goofy. He's such a goofy guy. Now, are you analyzing um, his personality traits to affect your decision on what his voice is? No, I know what his voice is. I'm just explaining why you're going to hear this next one. So he's more like happy and all go lucky all the time. He's like, hey, 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 I'm Cam. Like his name is Cam. Uh, that was his name at the uh, at the shelter when I got him. Um, like, you hey, had to what, throw what? that in, didn't you? That's yeah, going to make you look more... so good to people. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm saying it because people are always like, when I told them, when I told my family and stuff like what his name was, they're like, Cam, like, why'd you name him Cam? Like, his full name was Cameron. But they're like, why, why'd you name him Cam? I'm like, I, I didn't. He was Cam when they, when they had him at the shelter, and I didn't want to fucking confuse him. He was already there for, you know, four or five months. Um, Why'd you name him Cam? Because it's short for Kamala Harris. Kamala <laughs> Harris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you see, he's definitely, like, goofy, excited all the time. He just, he'll see, he's like, hey, 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 hey. His ass, his little wiggly asses is going. Um, so he's definitely like, hey, what are you doing? Can I play? Can I come upstairs? Want to go outside? Want to go outside? That's, that's Cam. 100% like that. Do you think that he's just moving normally because each year in human years is one year, but in dog years, it's seven. So for him, it's like, well, you've been sitting on the fucking couch for two days, bro. It's like, bro, I've been here for three hours, man. Like <laughs> you're just moving really fast. He's like, yeah, speed it up. Yeah, that's probably why. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, that's definitely the most important thing. It's just knowing knowing what your capabilities are and being true to yourself and knowing that you're gonna fail and that's okay. That's that's really it. People get so frustrated, and I mean, I, I've seen situations where people like get aggravated when they're taking live direction and they get aggravated with the director like you can't fucking do that you just they're there for a reason like you got you got hired and you got chosen for that role for a reason you're obviously the right fit or at least for the director's point of view they think you're the right fit so when you're in the booth and you're trying to take that live direction to be able to deliver these lines correctly and you're getting frustrated and you're thinking like i can't fucking do this it's like obviously you can you're already here you know what i mean and a lot of people don't realize that they have to be able to move past the point of whatever own their own demons are in their, in their mind saying that they're not good enough. They have to just understand that you're there. You have to go with it. And the person that's giving you direction is trying to help you. They're not trying to make you feel like shit. You know, what um voices have you tried to work on besides the Wolverine? I mean, it's a variety of different things. Most of the stuff now is what I do in my own voice. So just me talking, or it could be like, you know, depending on the certain tone, because in your own voice, there's different scenarios. I could be angry. I could be sad. I could be upset. I could be fatherly. I could be afraid. I could, you know, all those different things. My voice will sound different. So it's not a character or a voice. It's just me acting. 
do you, do you, do you follow me? Kind of like when you have a drum key and you're tuning in the drum heads, you're kind of just switching the key to the of the the, the tone of the drum. I would say. Yeah. Well, give so me like a fatherly some, one. A fatherly one. Okay. So. Like my goldfish just died. I'll set the scene. My goldfish just died. I'm really coming to grips because not even 10 minutes before my goldfish died, someone I love had called me on the phone and told me I was a piece of shit. So now my goldfish is dead also. So it's like a double whammy. It's a fucking Monday, man. It's a fucking Monday. I'm seven years old. Seven years old and someone called you a piece of shit. Well, if I was your dad, I'd be finding that person. Um, it was your wife. Oh. What? See, now you're gonna complicate the scene. <laughs> now I'm like, <laughs> fucking Christ. Look, son, mom's a bitch. No, I'm just Mom. Yeah. All right. So, I know your fish just died. Okay, I know Flippy's gone, but you have to understand that this is life and this is how things work. But Dad is gonna take you to the aquarium, and we're gonna find some other fish. And you know, it, it's. It's just, like I said, buddy, it's it's the natural point of life. Don't listen to your mother calling you a piece of shit, okay? I'm going to push you down a flight of stairs. It's fine, okay? You solved both my problems. <laughs> As a dad, I would have tackled a- that so differently. Your parenting methods are fabulous. The one, first of all, when something breaks and you go and say, we're going to buy you another one, my parenting mind would be like, your fucking fish died. I'm very sorry about that. We'll give him a nice funeral, bagpipes and all. Second... What did your mom exactly say to you so I could use that later tonight on her? Just curious. And I don't mean I mean, I'm, I'm playing around. I I'm not going to push fucking, my wife down the stairs. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> At least you understood the joke when I cracked it a while back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay. What about, give me a priest. A priest? Jesus. I want a priest. You want a priest? I can give you my Southern Baptist. Yeah, you want to go ahead with the Southern Baptist. And the fires of hell stricken from the demon's mind like a blind eye. <laughs> Every time you swipe a payment to me, Satan gets a black eye. <laughs> Have you seen that? Because uh, I'm going to do that, dude. I'm going to try to do that, dude. Uh, that it came out, I guess, at the start of COVID. Um, forgot the fuck the guy's name is, but he's another priest or pastor or whatever. The guy's in like an old suit, and he goes, "Covid nineteen, I blow the wind of God." But he like right before he does, he goes, "I blow the wind of God," and he's just he. <laughs> so people made real. all these, yeah, no, real. I swear to God, it's real. And people made all these memes. So <laughs> this one chick was doing it, and as soon as he went, her hair, <laughs> hair fucking goes in the back and it gets all fucked up her eyelash goes to the side it was fucking hysterical are you uh, blow the wind of god (laughs) are you wearing a mask for protection the only protection i need is the lord above and then you cross yourself (laughs) (laughs) it's the only power i need god's aura god's aura that's right that's all right come on where's the priest the priest i mean i gave you that priest um how priest do you want me to go you i'm a southern baptist i can do uh I'll do a Southern Baptist. You want it in my voice? How do you want it? Give me the specs, Robbie. Give me the specs. I want you to. All right, I'll set the scene, but I could. I want you to do it how you think you would do it. So here's the scene. Ready? I just found out Scientology's bullshit. I just found out flat Earth is bullshit. 
I need help coming to grips with everything that's going on. And I'm looking for a religion to turn to that's not so strong where I feel uncomfortable when I go to the meetings, but something where I enjoy listening to the priest, like a secret lover. You know what I mean? Like I like to show up to it just to hear your voice that soothes me to sleep. Like if you went, if you found out Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman was a priest, you're fucking going to that church 24 seven, even if you're not religious. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. I'm a genius. I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> no, I got thrown off when you said secret lover. I was like, oh boy, secret lover and priest, probably not the best uh, combo right Dude, now. Dude, I set you up for a burn so good. You could have been <clears> like, <throat> oh, you threw me off when you said genius. I was like, oh, well, at least that was at the ending. So you soaked in all the other information. Oh boy. All right. So you're a Scientologist and you're a flat earther and you just realize that it's all bullshit. Yes. Okay. So I'm really fucking pulled apart here. trying to think of the church name oh, okay <laughs> it's probably not even a real fucking thing all right welcome my child come welcome to the church of church of ithacus come sit can you tell me your name john john nice to meet you john i'm just kidding i lied my name is robbie Starting off with lies, my child, it's a horrible way to live your life. Living a life full of lies is, is the wrong way to go. It leads you to nothing but sadness in your life. Uh, may I ask why you are here? Well, I guess I came for advice, but now I'm realizing you're an entitled asshole. We're all entitled to one's opinion, but this is the house of God and uh, what you'll kind be of welcome. fucking answer is that? Don't give me that <laughs> shit. Yell at me. Why aren't you yelling at me? I just treated you badly. I am a man of God. And I have been told and, and taught that the best way is just to turn the other cheek. And I'm not here to fight with you. I'm here to welcome you. People, you don't have to come at me with your with your anger. I know it's not towards me. I know there's something else going on in your life. I want you to tell me. What, why are you here, Robbie? I guess to find hope. To find hope. Hope in what? You tell me. You're the guy with the book and the telephone service to God. Do you want hope in your own life? Do you want hope in the world? Where are you looking for the hope for? Somewhere. Because this life is fucking showing some pretty bad signs. Every time I feel like it was, I'm just an anthill and some person's pointing a magnifying glass down on top of me. Do you feel alone in this life, Robbie? Yeah, that's what prostitutes are for. Well, Robbie, you know that you're not alone in this life. As long as you're here in the house of God, you always be surrounded by others that will care about you and love you. How many Hail Marys does that cost? <laughs> I don't do that here. The one thing I really loved about church, Hail Marys. Yeah, I don't know if six Hail Marys will... Uh, redeem whatever you called me before but i i understand is that six like a sign of something because the devil is 666 are you trying to drop a hidden coded message that you're being held against your will at a church of ithaca robbie i'm gonna have to ask you to leave no i'm kidding damn it <laughs> i never make it past the final like 10 minutes that was really oh, good i love that um 
Yeah, that was some deep shit. That literally had me thinking. You had some strong, stern answers that were like kind of not really showing. That's a weird thing. I mean, you th- you throw me the fuck off with some of your stuff. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, how am I going to respond as a priest? I'm still a priest, still a priest. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, oh my God, I had so many more questions. Like, how do you think about other religions? What do you think about them? Do you like their constant state of being? I enjoy all religions, Robbie. I'm not a fan that there's a still a small percentage of the world today that are dying from circumcision because of the fact they get herpes from the rabbi that sucks the tip of their dick. That's a, that's a real thing. When they circumcise you, it's traditional for the rabbi to suck the tip. Robbie, that's not, that's really, that's really fucking, that's true. I swear to you, hundred percent true. Look that up. There's a small statistic of the population that still dies with circumcisions, newborns because of that. Because the rabbi sucks the, um, it, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just found this out like recently. I was like, what the fuck? And is it that a normal is Jewish? That's thing, the tr- or is that- that's the tradition, and no one knows why. So if you are circumcised, doesn't mean that happened to you. It just means that if you actually go through the legit, like old school methods of doing it, that is still a thing that they're doing, and it's because the rabbi has herpes. We'll get it to a different subject, but I'm just saying that's fucking. That's where I start to question ideologies, and that's why I have an issue with them all. Oh my god! <laughs> Give it a cup with the baby with the cup with the hate, you know, like the whole. Oh the, my god! <laughs> oh my god! I did not. Oh fuck! I did uh, not know that anybody was putting a baby's dick in their mouth. This is okay. There are some people out there, and there's a website all for it. It's called OnlyFans.com, and for four ninety nine, you can watch Mark dress up as a priest and. Nope. Rub you down nope. with cocoa butter. <laughs> no, nope. no, nope. no, nope. nope. not at all. What about um? If I give you a scene of, <laughs> oh boy, oh my. What a okay, okay, okay. Here's the big issue right now. Here's the big question. I've been marinating on this idea for probably ten seconds now. <laughs> so you know it's thought through. Um, it, we're gonna meet aliens in 2021. That's gonna happen. Hopefully, um, the government has passed a thing where they have 180 days since January 1st to release information on everything they have of unidentified flying objects. This is fucking real and it sounds like a movie, but it's real. It was passed in the COVID-19 bill. You know about this, right? Yeah, I've heard about it. Okay. We're going to meet the aliens and we have to appoint someone to meet the aliens. Who are you appointing? And also, if it was going to be you, what voice would you do to meet the aliens? Because you have to sound professional, right? Or would you be natural with it? Oh, boy. Because if you do... It's like radio. It's it's like doing this podcast for me deciding what voice I wanted to do. I just decided to do my own because I can't. The, I mean, I'd probably just do my own too. I mean, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to meet. Like, are the aliens going to look like us? Are the aliens going to be green? Are the aliens going to be like these fucking creatures? Who the fuck knows? I mean, I guess, honestly, it'll depend on when I see them. If they're like some... I don't know. Are you going to are you going to make it more macho if they're like the ones from the movie Alien, those giant things that lay like eggs in your Oh my god, mouth? if they're those, I'm not even going to fucking be there. You're going to be like, "Huh? Oh, goodbye." Like I'm not going to fucking be here. Like, no. Fuck that. I would literally I'll... like puff my chest out a little bit and be like, "Welcome to my planet, bitch." <laughs> yeah, as they their little tongue sticks out in your fucking skull. Like, fuck that. Crack, cracks it open like a fucking walnut or a squirrel cracking open a nut. Um I guess Imagine. the only way to go about that is to get um the guy I forgot his name. He does the voice of Optimus Prime, but he is the bus rollout. He's the voice behind the Predator. Yeah, he does the. That's really good. 
Yeah. That's really good. That sounds like someone like a chipmunk knocking a nut on a door. <laughs> that's how that's supposed to sound like. Can you hear uh, my transformer noise when I go? Yeah, I heard it. But he, uh, that's another cool story to look up his, uh, his thing behind that. Because when he came in to do the audition, um, he was telling, I was having the guy like, bring the mic lower or whatever. Because it was, I forgot what the fuck it was. But he, he brought the mic down and he was bringing it as close as he could to his mouth. And he's trying to do the sound. And the people that were listening in the room, they're like, what the fuck is he doing? They couldn't hear it. And he's like, no, no. he's like, I'm just do it again. And he did it. He keeps doing that sound. And then they're about to like kick him out because they're thinking he's just not, he's fucking with them. He's not making any sound because they couldn't hear it. And then you got the guy in the studio like, you got to come up here and hear this shit for like the predator. It was like the craziest thing. It's a really, really uh, cool story about that. How like they were expecting something completely different for the sound of the predator. And he just came in and did something so simple. And, and it really became that, you know, that iconic sound. But, Sometimes the magic's in its simplicity. Yeah, for sure. And then doing something that's really out of the box. You know, people could look at the Predator and like they had an image for him. I fucking I can't believe you. What? You had the perfect time to drop the show name. You said out of the box. I was like, Dick, come on. You got Suck me going that on hard. the topic, Rob. You got me. Ah. I'm wearing the shirt. It's enough. I'll, I'll, I'll tilt this more like this so you can fucking see the shirt. Yeah, look, there we go. It's All enough, right. Robbie. All right. The scene is you're about to meet the aliens, but you have to talk first. They're not responding, so you have to go up and make initial contact. What voice are you using, and what is this? So go off on the scene. Go. I'll, I'll be the alien. And you're just a regular-looking alien, or are you alien alien? Imagine me, but my skin's green. I'm wearing a Supreme hoodie as well. Uh, I guess uh, Hello, welcome to our planet Can you imagine that? If, if you just went up to the alien like Oh my god, this is the biggest day of my life. You fucking let the whole day you're like making sure your hair's combed all right and shit and you're taking Yeah, you don't know what the fuck to say. You're like, hi, welcome. You you shower and then you accidentally shit really badly and you have to shower again. Then you drive all up in the thing and they're all prepping you for like an hour. And you go up there and you finally like this long it's like going up a roller coaster, that slow climb, and you finally get there and you're like, Hi, welcome to Earth. My name is Mark. It is very nice to meet you. And the thing just looks at you and like an ostrich just goes and you're like, what the (laughs) fuck? Like, this is not what that wanted at all. You're making it like uh, you've definitely seen this movie Mars Attacks. I haven't seen that one. You've never seen Mars Attacks? No, I haven't seen Starship Troopers either. Mars Attacks is like a comedy film, alien film. So when they saw the aliens or whatever, they're fucking weird looking but they came out like nah, 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 nah. that's how they fucking spoke nah, 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 nah. that's that's is literally the how one, they came in is the one dude the dude that played in monk i don't know I, there's a lot of people in it jack black is in it pierce brosnan is in it it's a lot of people um what the fuck is the main character the main character is this young kid i don't know the main um i don't know if you know if he's in anything else jason um, statham no 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 he's a he had long black hair. He was young. He's supposed to be like a... No, no. I don't think it's going to be anybody you know. I'm going to have to look it up now, Robbie. I have to look it up. It's going to bother me. Jason Long plays an F is for family. You Let's know see. who Jason Long is? 
Jason Long. The kid who I'm does horrible. the kid who does I'm a PC and I'm a Mac. Oh, that guy? Yeah, Jason Long. He was in uh, Die Hard, I think. Uh, okay, so it's a huge cast. So Jack Nicholson, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, Natalie Portman, Pierce Brosnan, Michael J. Fox. Um, Have you ever seen a guy named Kyle Dunnigan? Glenn Close. Martin Kyle Dunnigan, would I know who that is? He's an Instagram guy. He's been on Joe Rogan a few times, but he does a voice of um, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, he does Caitlyn Jenner. He goes, yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, I've seen this guy. I know who this guy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, people. That's just funny. (laughs) Yeah, but Mars Attacks is a a stupid, easygoing film. Something you should watch. Uh, It's one of those easy films, especially now during quarantine with everything going on. Yeah, something to watch. What um besides doing your own voice, um, have you been able to pick up a role using your own voice, or do you find people want you to hit a certain niche? Because you narrowed down uh, the Wolverine thing, dude. Let's be hundred percent honest. Like when I think, yeah, Wolverine, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, it's in the video game that's that's coming up. The guy found me on Twitter, and he liked my Wolverine voice, and um, he wants a character that sounds like similar to what that sounds like. Um, and then there's another thing. Uh, that I'm actually working on because when you going back to what you were saying about writing a book or doing like an audio book um, so I'm currently with a team of people we're making we created a company a little indie company and we're creating a game I can't really go into much detail about it but I'm writing the story because we all signed an NDA and it's an official thing we have our LLC uh, I can't breach any contracts here but uh, we've been working on it since April um so we are in the process of, of making a game so i am writing my own story right now did you submit your podcast episode of mine to them so that you saw that what you're you could do no it's all people i know it's Fuck. people i know they yeah, gotta yeah. see that christopher walken and wolverine selling tampons come on now <laughs> it's a very it's gonna be a very serious serious story because the game we're doing because we're such you a could- small you could play a detective for sure, like one of those old school, like off the beat kind of broken cops. It's like has like an alcoholic problem. You could definitely do a voice with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, like you just found my parents murdered to death. What are you gonna say to me, Robbie? I'm in the. <laughs> I'm talking about the fucking. We're talking about the game, man. Um, I killed my parents because I had a bad haircut. Fucking help me. Fucking help you. Oh my god. There was a voice in my head, and he sounded like this. Kill your parents. Vanish them from this earth of internal damnation. It's my demon voice. <laughs> I spit all over my mic. Oh, beautiful, beautiful microphone. Um, what the fuck? Now you're throwing me off, man. I was going about the game. Now you want me to talk to you about your dead Mark, parents? Mark, tell me about my dead parents. I'm going to go full fucking Italian. I'm not even going to do, I'm not even going to fucking do. I want to hear the sandwich grease spill out of the sandwich as you're eating it and yelling at me. Kid, kid, are you okay? He says, you okay? Are you okay? Look at me. Are you all right? What happened? My parents are dead. Who did this? Did you see him? Yeah. Who was it? He was about 
four foot five to six foot eight. Listen, kid. Don't fuck with me right now. Tell me what's happened. Tell me what happened right now. I I got I was at the store. I got a haircut and I came home. You got a haircut and you came home. Yeah. To your mother lying on the floor and your father dead on the toilet. No, they were talking before. They were they were talking before and then what happened? My dad said, "Nice haircut." And I fucking stabbed the shit out of both of them. <laughs> Gotta, How are you keeping a straight face? That is we, dead funny to me. We we got a potential homicide. Yeah, on Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue and Carville. Hey, yep. what do you what do you think about my haircut? It's a fucking nightmare. That's what I think. Oh <laughs> Get on the ground. <laughs> I don't know how you kept a straight face with that, dude. Uh but uh yeah, going back to the writing of the game. Now you, you talked about that, so now I'm trying to continue with that can of worms. Um, all right, all right, promote it. Come on, I'm not promoting it, I can't tell you anything about it. I'm letting you know. Well, now you're opening up the diary and telling me I can't read it. What the hell, Robbie? You were asking if I should, you're telling me that as a new year's resolution, I should be doing that, but I'm letting you know that I have been doing it. Okay, That's can, can we talk about um, can we talk about it off air? All right, it's not interesting to you, Robbie. Okay, let's let's. Talk no, about it is, else. but you don't want to go into extreme details. But I want to know the details. So tell me off air too. Okay. Well, I can't tell you off air, off air either. I can't tell anybody. But I was going to just explain what type of game it was. That's all. This but is it's some fine. Area Fifty One bullshit. Tell me Robbie, about the game. Tell me about the game. I'm curious. No, now. it's. It, I want to know okay. about the game. Okay, it's going to be a single player only game. It's a, we're a small group. We can't do multiplayer because we're going to need a lot more people just to maintain the servers. Um, so right now it's going to be single player, heavily story-based, um, really gripping, original, compelling story. And it's the genre is a hybrid of two different genres. That's all I can really tell you. Um, and then I'm going to be voicing the main character and some other stuff in there. And then we're going to go the right way. I'm going to get other professional, like full on professional voice actors and pay them professional rates. When the time comes, we got money set aside. It's going to be a full thing. You're going to be able to actually get this game and play it hopefully in like three years. Can I ask my professional questions? And then can I ask the Robbie questions? Which ones do you want to hear first? Professional questions. (laughs) Okay. What system is it for? It's going to be for PC. It's going to be for everything. PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. I don't know if we're going to be able to get it for the Switch. Okay. Um, how confident do you feel about this game? Uh, my thing is is doing it right the first time. So we're all taking our time doing it since we are a small group. Um, I'm confident we're going to do well. Um, there's no reason to really lose because it's going to look good for everyone's portfolio anyway. Um, confident with like it being like a major hit. I don't know about that, but there's stuff out there that's not as big that gets, you know, a couple hundred thousand downloads on, uh, on steam and they, they make a decent amount of money and the game is not that good. I have no, no shred of doubt that we'll do better than those games just based on what we can produce. Okay, Robbie, question time. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Any sex scenes? No. Any use of drugs? Any use of drugs? Maybe. 
PCP? No. That was a long fucking time on no. There's no PCP. Damn it. Crack cocaine. No. Heroin. No. I'm going back to the PCP because there was a long pause on that one. There's no PCP, Robbie. Damn it. All right. Um, cursing. Plenty. Blood and gore. Plenty. All right. I'm already signed up. Um, you said there was no sex scenes? No sex scenes, but it's a very good story. You understand why there's no sex scenes as you play the game. Unless It'll... it's a goddamn sexual novel. It's not a sexual novel. All right, then. I don't see how the story beats the sex scene. You just throw some titties in there. Duke Nukem knew that from the start. Um, hmm. Am I going to be able to hear your voice most of the time when I'm playing? I don't know about most of the time, because most of the time when it's a main character, you don't hear the voice. You'll hear me plenty, though. In cutscenes, you'll hear me plenty. Do you have to make grunts? I have to do a lot of things. Like when you... When you, when Runs, you running, jumping, fighting, getting hit, dying, drowning. Because I got to do it for other characters too, not just. What the hell life. is your drowning thing? You ever, you ever, no, 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 man. I'm literally, I take a little bit of water in the back of my throat. Do it. And do I, it. Do I'm it. Do it right do now. Do it. Get over my desk. Do it. Do oh. it. Do oh, it. Do it. This is how it's a trick college... of the trade. It's a, it's a trick of the trade. No. Most college kids get hurt. Do it, do it, do it's it. A trick of the trade. Also, I can I have them recorded. I can send you what it sounds like. What about um? What does it sound like when you're on fire? Oh, that's just yelling, man. That's just screaming as loud okay. as you can. So it's like primal, deep gut guttural screams. Primal, deep like searing of the skin. Yeah, man. You gotta really like. That's it's me, not like falling. If I write it's... a Dr. Seuss book, will you narrate it for me? Yeah, if you want me to narrate it, yeah. If I write an actual serious book, like a memoir of a geisha, like my birthday, I had two bottles of screwball and 15 energy drinks. So like I'm who's that one writer that would do like a lot of cocaine and like do crazy shit? I couldn't tell you. There's probably a bunch of them. Oh, I'm my God. It's going to come to me, too. Now, now it's like, oh, I can't do coke anymore, but I'm not at There's a famous right. video of, like, a typewriter in a bathtub, and they're just throwing his whole entire, like, list of his daily things into the tub. It's like heroin, <laughs> heroin 5 a.m., cocaine, 6 a.m., drink an ounce of coke. or like, It was like just crazy long-ass list. It, the name will come to me. But um, I would like to create something that I would like you to voice for sure. You should do an intro for the podcast. Can we do an intro for the podcast? Okay. You are now uh, listening to Out of the Box with <laughs> Mark Rubio. Welcome to Shark Tank. <laughs> oh, boy. So if you want me to actually do that, I, fuck me. Is that a landline? That is a landline. How fucking old are you? Oh. I can't wait till you listen back to hold on. I'm I'm not going to be happy. Hold on. How do I mute myself? There we go. Damn it. Oh, he muted himself. I was really hoping that it was going to read off your phone number. Like, all right, as people are listening, Mark has walked away from the the the, the screen. Um, we're going to do a quick short intermission. Um, grab your snacks at the original concession stand we had in the beginning. I think they're selling them for like $6.95. I was just, Mark, welcome You're doing back. your intermission? I was doing the intermission for the stadium. I told people to go grab their concessions and snacks. Um, I thought I that was so a, sorry. That was a great segue that I did. I don't care. 
pat myself on the back. Fucking 20 points. Um, give me a grunt of like a fall. A grunt of a fall? How big, this, how big is this fall? Am I falling off a cliff? I can do falling off a cliff. Dude, you ask the questions I need to start asking when I'm getting these fucking things out there. I didn't even think it through. You fall from like a six foot drop. Fall from a six foot drop. That's not that bad. Actually, you know what? 10 feet. That's still not that bad. Really? 10 feet? Yeah. Have you ever That's seen 10 feet? I've seen 10 feet, but I'm saying when you're when you're landing, you get a roll. It's like um, 10 feet. All right, 12 feet. 12 feet's a lot. But I'm saying, am I, am I falling because I was pushed? Am I jumping? Uh, was the fall what the fuck that's what i'm saying because if i'm going down on purpose rob you're rolling your eyes if i'm going down on purpose then i'm not going to yell if i got pushed then i'm going to yell you're jumping off a building because you're running and somebody's chasing after you with a knife all right and i'm jumping across the building you usually don't hear anybody yell it'll just be like and then you're just going across that's it but what happens when you hit you have to make a sound when you hit Ugh, that was a good one. That sounded like got got punched in the stomach, like the deep yeah. part of the stomach. Ugh, yeah, I like ugh, that. Ugh, oh, yeah, let me grab my like Xbox that. controller. I'm matching <laughs> X and Y right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I. That's what I really enjoy. Is like I like those sound effects that they add in because I don't think a lot of people analyze really when you're doing a when you're playing a video game how many sound effects really go off and what it would be like if they weren't there. Like you ever play with your like music and all that stuff on mute when you play a game, it really yeah. takes out a lot of the atmosphere of the game. Yeah, I mean, there's a um, even for a lot of a lot of voice actors. So say like like they'll have, sometimes they'll have a bigger actor in a video game or something like that, right? And the, typically that actor will do his lines or whatever, and maybe he won't stay to do the efforts. So he won't do getting hit, he won't do jumping, he won't do dying, he won't do any of that. So they'll have another voice actor that's doing a different character completely, try to match his tone or voice in, in some way, and then do that person's efforts. So you might notice that in games that different characters have the same exact sound when they get hurt, or the same exact sound when they jump or, or run or, or whatever. And that's a big part of it because a lot of people don't think about those things like you were saying, it's a huge aspect of voiceover. There's a lot of people that just make a lot of their, they land a lot of their jobs because whatever role they picked is a smaller role, but yeah, they got to do a lot of those guttural sounds, those efforts. It's really important. It'd be weird not hearing somebody get punched in the face and hear that reaction. You know what I mean? You just hear like a, yeah, just a, <laughs> that's it. I just get hit with a brown paper bag. What the fuck? Yeah. What happened? Why is the guy not reacting? Didn't hurt. I'm invincible. You forgot to add that into the story. Yeah. I feel no pain. If he dies, he dies. He dies. Uh-oh. He dies. That's a what's uh give me a Boston. I want to hear your Boston. Oh, my Boston accent. Your Boston. Boston accent. Oh god. Get out of that fucking car, you fucking scumbag. You f- I don't know. I can't fucking Boston. Um, what else? What else I can do? Fucking give me some goddamn clam chowder, you fucking douchebag. Hey, yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. That's Mark Wahlberg. From the fighter. Mark yeah. Wahlberg. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. Marky Mark. The name Marky even Mark. fits. Oh, God. Don't bring you up Marky Mark around Mark Wahlberg. He gets you very upset now. Destin, really? <laughs> yeah, he gets upset. He wants to, like, erase from his past. No, he can't erase the past. Same thing why Rob Van Winkle will always be Vanilla Ice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's oh, a song God. that's even better than that, and it's called Snow, and it's called Informer. You ever heard of it? 
I will send it to you. It is a treasure. After this podcast is over, I want to hear an immediate message back, not eight hours later when I'm sleeping, saying, oh, oh that's funny, Robbie. It's like, oh, you're that fucking busy, Mark? Thanks. Oh, somebody gets really upset when I don't message him back right away. I'm I sorry. I want to talk to you. We don't talk ever. You never call me. Oh, God. It's like I have a, a fucking upset girlfriend. Jesus. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I care about you. I care about you too, Robbie, but you know, we all got our own things going on. Oh man. Ah, Marky Wahlberg. What was I going to say? I wanted you to do, um, damn it. Did you want the Wolverine voice? Is that what you want? That's what you want me on. I kind of want to hear a little bit of it. I haven't heard it in a while. I have to keep re-listening to your episode over and over again. Oh, so you don't look at my posts then. I listen. I look at all your posts, Mark. You do. Check the likes on them, bro. I like every single one. You should check yours too, because I like all yours. I'm your biggest supporter, bro. I've messed. I have inputted your name and referenced you in so many episodes that I send you, and I doubt you've listened to a single one. But even the role that I got for the audio drama, I said you would be a better fit. Always you, Robbie. Come on. I do. I know. I I got. I fucking. I'm. You're gonna be when you get famous. I'm be like. I knew him. I knew him back in the day. I remember the first. You don't think I'm gonna keep talking to you? You don't think I'm gonna keep talking to you? You you think I'm gonna get Mark Wahlberg ego and you're gonna forget about all us little people? Me and David are gonna be left doing serial reviews while you're out there. Are you fucking kidding me? Drinking champagne with Cam in a jacuzzi. You. (laughs) Oh my god. You already know, man. Get, being a there's voice actors that I know that people never fucking heard of, and they're considered famous voice actors. That's not. We gonna lost be a really thing. important one last year. What did we lose last year? Goku. Oh my God, you're right. We lost one of the Gokus. At least there's other ones, but still, Jesus Christ. You know that it was the one I was messaging to get on the podcast, and I had a couple emails back and forth. And then he died. It's like with Ron Jeremy when I tried to get him on here. Then a month later, he went to jail. Holy fuck. Maybe I should just stop talking to famous people. They seem to die around me. You didn't talk to the voice of Cyclops in uh, the 90s animated series, did you? Did you? Of the no, X-Men I didn't. Series? Okay, because he passed away too. <laughs> okay. I mean, um, don't, I mean no, don't thank God. I mean, don't. Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't, there's no real good answer for that though. No. Glad I didn't uh, talk to him, I guess. Yeah. But uh, no, man, why, why, why the fuck? You know, even if, even if that did happen, I would never get to that point of fame where I'd be like, fuck everybody like i'm not gonna there's no such thing as that for especially for voice actors i'm still a regular dude nobody knows what my face looks like they just want me for my voice and i'm still getting paid the same as everybody else i've been really marinating on this in my head because i think fame is so stupid because the idea of wanting to be loved by a bunch of people that would forget you in a minute just sounds crazy but it's ridiculous i think i do want to get to the level of fame like there are some things that a person does where it either gets turned into a joke or it gets turned into something where it completely seems awesome. It doesn't even seem like ridiculous anymore. The biggest example I can use is James Brown. So if you know who James Brown is. Yes. uh, I feel good. You know? Okay. Well, he was arrested on December 14th for a high-speed pursuit after waving a gun at a real estate office that's beside his building because one of them had shit in his toilet. At any moment, if there was a news headline that didn't read that and how they chop it up into words like James Brown, car speed pursuit after man shits in his toilet. If it's if that was phrased any other way, it would have been like that dude's a psychopath. 
But then it, he's seen as like, holy shit, that dude is fucking cocaine to the brain. Like, yeah. if, like you know, snap, do the old finger snap thing where they snap their fingers like that dude is fired because of the fact of he did something so crazy and people know his drug history, but it was told in such a way that he slipped into that. Like, that's a fame I want to get to. Like, that's a fucking insane fame. But it's like, you hear that about a bunch of people. You hear about Prince, you hear about like Tupac. Would Tupac be as famous if he didn't die? You know, there's this whole objective idea. Like the whole reason, like they're doing a reunion um, on my uh, mom's show at a radio station. They're having Bradley Knoll's sister come on from Sublime. And I just sit there. I'm like, Sublime wouldn't even be that popular if he didn't die. They would not be as popular as they are today. Like the Grateful Dead, their connection is that if you listen to a lot of their music, the guy who was their band tech or whatever produced over 150,000 tablets of LSD. Like they were heavily influenced with LSD, but that history makes them seem a lot cooler to a lot of people nowadays. So I'm like, there's that alternative form of however you will be told is sometimes a better way of how you actually were. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely true for a lot of things. Like even like art, like art just becomes more famous after the artist dies. That's just a normal thing that happens. I don't know why, but it just does, I guess, because of whatever rarity of it. You won't be able okay. to get that art anymore. You, but you, you asked why. What happens if I told you that there's a lost journal of Michael Jackson's that was written with so many unfinished songs that he had never published, and you had that journal? That fucking price of that shit would mean a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's what I was getting out to saying, is that it's just because it won't happen anymore. You won't hear from that person again. You won't see any products of their work anymore. Um, but when it comes to popularity, it, it's a weird thing. Like that's that's the thing I've heard from a bunch of different people wondering if Tupac would be as listened to or as popular or as considered one of the greats if he didn't pass. Um, and it's just a weird thing to to think about, just because. I mean, I like his music. I've always liked his music. Um, but do I like it more because he passed? Is that a subconscious thing? Like, you know, I don't, Would I don't you know. Would you like it if he lived and he kept redoing like a remastered and a remastered and eventually he became one of those artists that never fade away where it's like, this dude's just recreating old shit. It's not good anymore. You would end up losing the love for it. Yeah. Yeah. That all that really depends on what they do. Like Eminem has been doing it forever. I still don't listen to him as much as I used to just because like now he's doing all those other things, but his new song um, Godzilla is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but like my, I don't know if that's, that's another thing too. I wonder if your age really makes that difference. Cause when I was in high school and, and middle school, like I love listening to Eminem and now it's like, I've gotten older and I'm, it's not like my music taste has changed. It's just, I listen less to, to Eminem and more to other stuff. That's just more like, I don't know, soothing. I, I have like three answers for that. Go ahead. One is like maybe it's because you're older, you have a lot more on your mind. So the ability to listen to music and just relax, it's kind of like ignorance is bliss. When you're a kid, you don't have a lot of impeding problems into your head. You know, you, you're dealing with more now that you're an adult. So maybe less time listening to music, more time focusing on things that are get you onto a career path or in life somewhere that you feel kind of balanced. Or maybe it's a factor of it's like WWE or like you really love it when you're a little kid, then you lose it for a long time and then you end up coming back to it later in life. Yeah. You know, it's, it's this weird subjective idea. Like I think 
also you said that you listen to soothing music now yeah i think more music to escape um it's like eminem or not eminem it's like ice cube in the beginning he was nwa and then he ended up like doing are we home yet or are we there yet you know he's fishing on a fucking river it's that meme yeah well i think that also comes into play like what you're saying where you don't have that ability to not worry about what's going on um so now i feel like my choice in music really is stuff that just gets me to not think you know what i mean like um if i can just be fully into the music and whatever i'm hearing and i can kind of just let go and let my mind wander i think that's really uh it's become more soothing to me now something that i would never like listen to just because like you it wasn't well, also at the time when i was when you're at that age it's not something that people just normally listen to but now like I like listening to fucking like classical piano. Like it just lets me go. I don't know why. I just like, it came on one day. I clicked that someone was doing like this cover for uh, human nature, Michael Jackson song. And I just listened to it. It was only on piano. And I was like, holy shit. And I just like let go for a little bit. And it was a really weird experience, but now it's just like, I, I eat that shit up. Now when I need to like unwind, I'll listen to something like that. Hmm. Songs really nowadays seem like they're like the new form of news because the idea that if you listen to a song, they're like, did you know this song was made for this? And you're like, what? And you really start analyzing the lyrics and actually start listening into it. Like how many times do you listen to a song and you're really just hearing the beats? You're not even actually hearing the words. Then yeah. you listen to it. It's like, dad, this dude's fucking rapping about the social economic climax. Like what the fuck? Like it's this whole entire thing of like, I think a lot of people are just starting to look at stuff with more of a beat factor rather than listen to like lyrics. Because how much of it now is too much information that you're already processing from everyday life? Yeah, that's that's um, that's definitely true. I mean, I think it's as we've gotten older too, and as years have gone by, all you really hear is shit that has like a good hook. It's never something with meaning anymore. So like that, that's why I think I found myself going back and listening to stuff with more meaning. It's because like it's, it's the four chord song. You ever look at that video on YouTube? the four chords on what's the four chords so a band guy him and his crew went on to like this talent show thing and he was like every popular song in the world just has the same four chords and he played like don't stop believing he played like every hit from the 80s 90s 2000s and they all use the same exact four chords he never changed the four chords he just played them in different tones played the same four chords different patterns different things to crank out a different noise and they all hit the same thing and you start to realize that it's just a catchy beat because now songs nowadays aren't meant to last forever. They're meant to last and hit the top of the charts and then fade off into something. It's a quick studio buy. And what they do yeah. is they play in a noise frequency or a pitch, just like a voice can. Some voices to the human ears is around like a certain level of decibels that is really, really like makes you spark up really makes you passionate about listening like you want to hear that person just speak into the microphone and just give your mouth ear sex but there are some songs that hit a certain frequency where it's like the beat or something where it just catches people's attention it sticks into your brain kind of like a little like bit of a brainwashing thing but it's more like repetitive programming they found the niche of what works and when you start noticing that you start realizing a lot of the songs all about that bass it's all really catchy hooks it's just shit that ends up fading out like who talks about old town road anymore even though at one point that was one a really popular song yeah yeah it's funny how you were talking about the uh the frequencies and stuff like that because i actually have it i have it here 
Um, I See, yeah, it wasn't bullshit. No, no, I'm not saying it's bullshit. Um, no, I was talking to listeners. Oh, <laughs> uh, I listened to something before, and someone was talking about it. They're talking about frequency, vibration, and energy for music. Talking about it healing your body. They call it like music nutrition because like music makes you feel a certain way. Like there's just certain tones and frequencies, like what you were saying. Yeah, there's a new scientific study that just came out about finding that there's actually ways that you can affect the something in our DNA that using playing music. There used to be an old study about if that places would play certain varieties of music and it would cost either your hunger would increase or your hunger would decrease based on the volume of the music that was playing and what style of music was playing. It was on Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link. Um, mm -hmm. They were eating like spicy nacho Cheetos or something and they had had Linkin Park sing a song just in a funky, funny tune or something and see if they would eat the whole bag of chips while listening to the song or would they be so distracted by the music. Um, but now they're doing a research study that shows that actually with all the amount of the emotional stress that everyone has been experiencing through coronavirus and this lockdown, that music is actually affecting. They're seeing a lot of streaming sales when it comes to music, movies, and everything like that start to increase. Um, and podcasts and stuff getting a little bit harder to listen to because it's just people talking. That makes sense. Like you, I think you said it uh, early on when this all started that you've had less listeners now than what you normally have because people usually listen on their commute to work and stuff. It's weird. It's starting to spark back up again. Maybe, maybe because things are opening up again, I guess, in some places. I, I think know. a lot of the time you just need something to listen to at work and trying to listen to a song that ends after three minutes is difficult. Like I used to work at Walmart like six years ago. So I would have a work flow playlist on my spotify account that's still there and it's just a bunch of jokes or songs or different bits all in one before i even knew what podcasting was and then next thing i know it became like joe rogan or something like that because listening to something long form where you're not taken out of it it's kind of like watching a movie then getting up in the middle of it to go fucking to the store or something because you forgot salsa for your chips and dip yeah yeah exactly yeah um but yeah, I mean, I totally, I, th I mean, I don't, I don't know the, I haven't really looked into like the studies and everything like that, but it makes sense to like some of the stuff. I mean, she was, this person I was listening to, she was saying that some of the stuff, it's just like the, that the healing occurs between the harmonics or the marriage of two different tones. Um, and it's just, it affects you on a cellular level, like you were saying, your DNA and everything like that. So it's just weird to think because she was saying that some of these people, depending on their genetics, they were able to like reduce the size of cancer clusters in their body by playing a certain frequency. I was like, it's fucking crazy to think about. It didn't work for everybody, but it worked with certain people based on wh whatever genetic makeup they had. But it's just nuts to think that instead of getting chemo or maybe they didn't have any other options and nothing was working and they just tried that and it worked. It's just a crazy thing to think about that is just music but i mean it affects us in so many ways that why wouldn't it you know if your grandma listens to all about that bass and it stops her from getting cancer who knew that ass could save lives <laughs> right. but it's uh, like a great example of it is something that we gloss over in one of the most popular movies in my opinion in sherlock holmes when he's sitting in his room and he's playing the little little the sitar thing to those gnats mm -hmm. that are flying around in a circle 
they're flying around clockwise in a jar. And he goes, when I play upscale, they fly, they fly, they fly clockwise. But when I play downscale, they play, they fly counterclockwise. And you just watch them completely reverse as he goes downscale. You know, that's the easiest example of how we learn to react to our environments. Certain high frequency pitch noises really kind of agitate us and put us in a very aggressive state. It's why when people do gym workouts, they're listening to pump up shit, not like listening to like classical Beethoven. Yeah, though, exactly. Depending on who you are, Beethoven can really pump you up. Like if I listen to Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, I'm fucking pumped because that da -da -da, like that that just gets me. Yeah, yeah. It's um, like you said, it's all based on taste and it's based on the person and how their body reacts. But it just after listening to that, and then it's just like I said, it's funny that you brought it up. It just really how much is down to who you are genetically. Uh, depends on how you react to certain music i never thought of it that way i just thought like i like the certain music just because i you know I, I don't know i like it but now there's more of a reason why i prefer certain types of music let I me can... throw let me throw this thought in your head you ready yeah you sure i i throw it on me robbie <laughs> maybe you choose who your friends are based on their vocal ranges because it's appealing to your ears Maybe you don't actually give a shit about their personalities is the factor that their voice sounds okay and it opens up an avenue for you to be able to tolerate them, which you start learning about their personalities and you actually get to know them. And sometimes you have an interaction with someone and you just don't like them off the back. You know, you just don't feel right about the person. Maybe it's because their voice or maybe it's because you sense something inside of them that like a certain pheromone that is causing you not to enjoy their company. Yeah, I mean, I... I have that with a lot of people. I'll just meet them the first time. Or I said it the other day to somebody that I don't even have to meet the person. If I can see a, if I see a video of the person just interacting without realizing they're being recorded, then I'm like, I'm not going to get along with that person. I know right away, or I think that person's an asshole or, or whatever. So that's why you don't watch my videos. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man. No, but no. Yeah. I mean, that totally makes sense it could be it could be something like that maybe you're attracted to whatever sound or it could be the pheromones i know i know there's a lot of studies on the pheromones that's why we're attracted to certain types of people or or, or whatever um by the same time too it's like when people describe what their type is right and they usually base that off a look then at what point is that pheromones or is that our own preconceived notions on what beauty is or what someone who was attractive is you know what i mean i think that there's this idea of what you should go after based on society standards of looks but i think most of the time like they say thinking with your dick i think a lot of it is you are there's something in your genetic code or your influence. Maybe it was brainwashing through TV and stuff when you were little. Like I know a lot of people that talk about how they have a crush on Roseanne Barr because that's what they watched on television when they were a kid. They like that big motherly figure that's kind of like aggressive and a little bit funny and crazy and wacky. And that's usually what they end up going after. You know, it's those basic instincts. Maybe something scarred you or influenced you throughout your life that got you there. That's why it's so interesting to me to get in a conversation with someone because I love to see what that spark was that caused this or caused that or why does a person turn out to who they are today doesn't make sense for assholes but it makes sense for like a lot of just normal people out there that are trying to you know be passionate about something oh yeah for sure yeah roseanne Barr is a is an interesting topic but interesting uh choice but yeah i mean like you said it's all relative because i know there's people say that you're usually 
you're attracted to people that remind you most of your of your mother and then for, for women, that's fucking Sigmund that's that's yeah. Freud's parallax thing or yeah. whatever the hell it is it doesn't make any sense because I could tell you I'm attracted to people that are not my mom yeah exactly exactly so it I might mean, be for like some people though yeah I mean I feel like that's such a weird concept because like I mean unless you're into stuff like that I mean I wouldn't want anybody that reminds me or looks like my mom or Anything, if anything I'm, I'm attracted to the opposite. I want someone to actually care about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's get into that, Robbie. Right now, let's get into that. We can't let this settle. No. Unless you're playing a therapist, I ain't divulging shit. <laughs> you wouldn't tell it to the priest, so I don't know. Exactly. You don't. You got to be careful around them. They let some secrets out. <laughs> secrets about the Lord Almighty. You got to think he's got a vent to the big man. Like, yo, this motherfucker came in here, told me he killed five people. I had to keep that shit tight. I can't tell the cops. What is it? Confidentiality? I ain't a doctor, though. Yeah, what do you do at that point? Do you confess to other priests when you're a priest? Or are you just like, you're just shit out of luck? You just sit by yourself? Because then there are other priests like, dude, I don't need this shit. I get everyone else's shit. Why are you going to tell me your shit? You That's know? why most of them are bald. They're just marinating with all those problems and ripping their hair out of their head. Every time they see somebody come in, they're like, the guy that just confessed, he's like, oh, man, he goes, that one killed his nephew last week, and he's here. What am I going to do? And he brought fucking cookies. Like, uh, you know, like, uh, he's uh, going to shake my hand. He's going to shake my hand. He's going to shake my hand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, look, this is about to go on to two hours, bro, so I got to cut it. But please let people know where they can find you at, your Instagram page, your Twitter. My Twitter. Um, well, I think I recently changed my thing on Instagram, but you can find me at uh, that Wolverine guy on Instagram. I think it's at Mark Philippe VA. Um, and then on Twitter, you can find me at Mark Philippe VA as well. Um, and that's that's all my shit, Robbie. That's you everything. know, I just discovered that that VA doesn't stand for Virginia. It stands for voice actor. Yeah. yeah. Some people put VO. Some people put VA. I went with VA. So. Could have went with like the easy button. With the easy button, <laughs> well, just been like Mad Mark. Oh, that's you. You want to know where that name comes from? Wolverine. No, no, it's actually more personal. It's not even that big of a fucking deal. But um, my brother on his because when I first got Xbox, my own Xbox, and I got to make my gamer tag. My brother made my gamer tag for me. I wanted to make my own, but he, he made it anyway. So his gamer tag on there was Mad Mike, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then he made my he made my gamer tag Mad Mark. And I'm like, wait. He's like, yeah, so everyone knows we're brothers. So I was like, what does it matter? I'm like, I could have picked my own name. So from then on, my name was Mad Mark and then the numbers ahead at the end of it. And then I decided when I first came on here and I was like my first little VA username on these little bullshit sites, I did, uh, it was Mad Mark VA. And I was like, all right, that, that fits. And then I was like, I have to be more professional. I got to put my name. So now it's just my name, VA. It, but it, it works. Be it's better yeah. than my gamer tag was back in the day. Oh, no. What was it? Rockheart125478. Rockheart? Not hard. Rock heart. Heart. Yeah. Okay. Because my whole good. family was rock and roll. So I was like, it's obviously in my blood. I always heard that as a kid growing up to play music was in my blood. So I was like, oh, that must be flowing through my heart. So next thing I know, I was like, imagine Rockheart. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. I, I have my my one, but at least it makes sense. My one friend, he took the random name that came up, like gives you like the randomized name, and my friend's name is Jack, and 
the thing came up as J Diamond, whatever, whatever. And he's like, Yeah, it sounded good. I'm like, Jack, why? Like, why would you pick the, the random the random name? Like he has all these things that are about him that would be interesting to pick as the name. He's like, Oh yeah, J Diamond. I'm like, <laughs> he doesn't like play a anyway. Porn so. star. Yeah, J Diamond. It sounds like a porn star, that's right. Well, Mark, thank you for being on this episode. And please, you're gonna sign us off. Sign you off. All right. All right. Thank you for listening to Out of the Blank Podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. Now, either you're feeling super great or you're feeling eh. Either way, I appreciate you listening. I do crank out a lot of content. It's not about keeping up with every single one, but it's about enjoying one. And I appreciate your listening. So tell a friend. Let everybody know. Get the whole family together and listen to a podcast. Spread the word. And if you want to leave me a rating and review, I'd really appreciate it because it helps me keep on keeping on. Thanks so much. Thank you.